a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, there was a podcast to discuss the Mandalorian called Bounty Buddies. I'm Jennifer Cheek, and with me is Tim Lanning. Hey, everybody. It's great to be here. Uh, thanks for having me. Jane Ritt. Hi, I'm Jane Ritt. I have a backpack gun. <laughs> <laughs> and Pat Edwards. Hi, all my buddies. Uh, I, I didn't say what the ep title is. This is called The Prisoner. Oh. Yeah, oh. which makes sense because <laughs> there's a prisoner in it. Okay. Did, did you introduce Tim? Yeah, I, I did. I, I did first and I was giving him a hateful look because Tim ruined my first uh, intro by sneezing horridly into the microphone. Oh, come on. And it was sounding so perfect. It was, like, so good. I'm, I'm never inflection... going to get that back. No. Stop mm. yelling at me. It's not going to happen. <laughs> um, well, how did you guys like this ep? Uh, this is my favorite episode of The Mandalorian. Wow. <laughs> uh, really? My joke was going to be finally a good episode. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, I've liked every single episode, and uh, I think the sin was really good. I think... Uh, the Sin is probably, I like that, that's the one where he steals a baby, uh, and that one yeah. is probably- <laughs> that one's so good. That one's probably better than this one, but goddamn, as far as the uh, single side story type situation, the not, like, in the shrimp category of episodes, this is the best one so far. Shrimp? Right, remember when they, cause they first started the episode, the like, side story, this... it was a shrimp town. I'm oh, with you, when yes, you said okay. it was your favorite- the first one that came to my mind was episode three. That was that's the sin, right? Yeah. With the the Mandalorian, yep. the big group party. Yeah. Um, so that's the first one that came to my mind is the best episode. I think if this episode we just watched had Kara Dune in it, it would yeah. it oh. would become yeah. the number one yeah. episode. Totally, I I hundred percent agree with that. Uh, y'all too horny on Maine. No, I'll never <laughs> stop. I mean, okay. Do you love buff devils? Do you love yes. twin Twi'leks? Do you love yes. fancy knives or gun yes. backpacks? Gun backpacks. We've got all of it. Um, that yeah. devil was so jacked, man. I yeah, I, he's a devil. Do you know who that was? Yes, I don't know his name. <laughs> but I can oh, like his name. I'm on IMDb, but yeah, it's Fancy, that, yeah. yeah. that guy, as I just he's, call everyone. Yeah. This whole episode, the cast was ridiculous so they brought back doing the comedians because bill they burr love is like having comedians in here. i guess mm-hmm. i haven't seen maybe i'm gonna click on bill burr's imdb i'm pretty is sure he, is he from massachusetts he's yeah. from boston he yeah from massachusetts. he's from yeah. space boston because that that energy was <laughs> yeah there. oh yeah he this this <laughs> man Canton. he drank an <laughs> ice donkey's coffee coffee yeah. right before okay. he walked yeah you you show. pat him down he has cvs receipts <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, Bill Burr, uh, famous kind of curmudgeonly, uh, what's a, what's a young curmudgeon? Just kind of like a, a, a prick or something like that? Like <laughs> a fun yeah, prick. I think so, yeah. Um, kinda... we, we really saw, like, Star Wars is, um, this is their premier asshole. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, just, you know, not a villain. And not, not a solo. Not no. an anti-hero. Right. Not a charmer. Just an asshole. And I just loved it. I yes. loved all of these dirt bags. They yes. were. This was a dirt bag D and D party. This was yeah. a dirt bag rich environment. It was just a D and D party. Yeah. It literally it, it was, was just a D and D party. Like um, I had, feel like I've played this game before. Yeah. It, yeah. it has. It's some of my favorite character actors. Um, 
uh, Mark Boone Jr. is in tons of stuff. Oh yeah, a lot of people. That know was him like the from... boss, right, with the beard. Yeah, yeah. yeah a lot he's people in know him fun. from Sons of Anarchy. He's also in Last Man on Earth, and, and he plays like kind of the same type he... of dude. I feel like I've seen him play like a dirty cop like three times at least. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. He's in Fast and Furious too. Uh, yeah. It's the first yeah. time I saw him. He gets like the, the rat on his tummy, yeah. and they're gonna no! like. He gets yeah. extreme rat tummy. Uh, Clancy <laughs> Brown. Oh, sorry. I... Go ahead. I'm just going to say quick. Uh, Clancy Brown, Iron Fort, is in Shawshank and uh, Starship Troopers. Yes. And a million other things. Uh, I unfortunately confused Clancy Brown with like six other actors. And uh, two of them are bad actors. Two of them are good. I believe Clancy's one of the good ones. And I don't remember. Yeah, he's I great. mean, I think he he's did a good job. He did, who's good in this? Sorry, Jane. Go ahead. Oh, um... I forget what I was going to say. Probably it was something about just generally speaking how much I love this episode. <laughs> yeah. I love what we are learning about his past. I love the glimpse of like the dirt bags that he used to run with. Yes. Um, oh, so we should back up because we, we went right into and that's my fault too. I jumped to that because it was the cast. I feel like I've seen all of them in something before. Yes. But yes. he... The, the the episode opens with his with the razor crest coming into land on some kind of space station, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And there our bearded fellow is oh, what uh, is his Ran. name? Should, Ran, yeah, it's Ranzar Ran. Malk. Mm-hmm. Yep, Ranzar. That is a name. That's a, that's a Star Wars name. It is. Yes. And it's obvious that they know each other and they work together. Yeah, and in the go past. way back. Which they got a history, which is very interesting. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, and another thing though is. I also feel like this was the first not Western episode or episode. Yeah. Episode. Yeah. Uh, and, the yeah. Re- and I was like, okay, maybe it still is probably a Western. Right. But what clued me off first was the soundtrack. The soundtrack yes. added <gasps> in a lot more. Uh, what was it was electronic? really like electronic. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I had some like deep bass in it, which yeah. I was into. So we're in robot movie now. Is yeah. What I'm saying. Now yeah. we're in space. It For was real. It, you know, this is the episode that really crystallized for me that I love that they are all serial episodes. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I don't need it to be parts of the same day. I can have it be this episode has a start, this episode has an end, yeah. and then it's basically a reset button where mm-hmm. some things are maintained, but others are just completely self-contained right. and delightful. I mean, it, it's infinitely intriguing and watchable. Like, I, do you guys still, when you're staring at the screen and Yoda does something, it's like, oh my god, I cannot believe I'm 33 years old and there is a fucking baby Yoda puppet <laughs> just like being so cute. <laughs> and like in this episode, he's doing so many things and I, I, it's episode six. I'm still losing my mind. Yeah, every moment. Baby Yoda. Yeah. It's not even a big deal. Yeah, <gasps> but so so uh, Ran called. Uh, Mando here to assist with a job, not because he really uh, needs Mando's help, apparently, but it's because of his ship, which is so old, and he's <laughs> flown so under the radar that he actually isn't on any of the databases, uh, so he can get in and out without the Republic noticing. Mm-hmm. That's a interesting sort of yeah uh, note and twist on the... You fly in this hunk of junk? Damn, you're braver than I thought. (laughs) And he did. Right, it suits his needs. I really, really loved their exchange when there's kind of their walk and talk (laughs) they did. Yeah. yeah. um, Yeah. Because they did a thing that we talked about way back in the first episode where what's crazy is how emotions are being 
how do we know the emotions of Mando? Because yeah. well, we right. do. I feel like we do. And there's a moment that I love where when um, he first, Ranzar first tells him that literally I, when you, you know, reached out, I only opened my doors to you for your ship. When mm-hmm. he kind of like tilts his head ever so slightly and it's just kind of like staring at him. And he even looks at him and goes, what's, what's that expression I see on your face? Is that gratitude? <laughs> and I loved it because you could tell yeah. that he was being obviously like uh, tongue in cheek. But you could also tell Mando, if he didn't have the helmet, was probably looking at him with annoyance. And he was probably like, oh, yeah. you better, you know. You could feel mm-hmm. it yeah. like coming off yeah. of him in waves. Yeah. I'm also curious about the, I don't know what the term is, but basically you are a, a human, right, from the planet Earth. You live in Star Wars uh-huh. and you have to learn how to judge like hundreds of aliens' emotions, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. you learn like, okay, some Twi'leks just hiss at you constantly. Oh my God, I love Some it. Twi'leks are just dancing sexy near you <laughs> yeah. and some just... Uh, throw their their liku uh, around. That's right. I know what a liku is. <laughs> um, uh, so I can imagine you would get pretty good at uh, practicing discerning various types of right. emotional states. And I could totally see seeing someone completely covered head to toe. Like I, I almost am curious if you start to be able to learn like robot emotions and things yeah. like well, that. Oh, probably. And, and I think if yeah. you do that, then you can do that with, um, a Mando. Mando, with, Mando. with a Mando. So true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, uh, seeing the interpersonal dynamics in play here was really fascinating because you could sense how palpably out of place and off kilter he was the entire time yes. that he was mm-hmm. interacting with them. Even with, ran there was a moment where it's like oh are they going to be cool no yeah they're they're not (laughs) like he he is only here for the job um and even though they're all buddy buddy clearly even before the jig is up you know that this is not a comfortable situation yeah no exactly because it's not him returning to manda returning to like old friends it's okay there's definitely some history here so even though he's around folks that theoretically he can let his guard down. Uh-oh, no, he cannot mm-hmm. let his guard down, which I right. think was yeah. interesting, especially because we've been calling Mando a nerd and anxiety <laughs> dork, you know, all these things. Constantly. Deservedly. Deservedly. So anything yeah. that makes that worse is good. Yeah. So then we meet our D&D party. Yes. yes. Starting <laughs> with yep. Mayfeld, a.k.a. Space Boston. Yeah, the, yep. the yeah. least Star Wars name <laughs> yeah. character ever. <laughs> Mayfeld. I loved the degree to which he felt like he came in from another sci-fi movie. Yes. Because <laughs> I think anything that makes this already huge universe feel bigger, I am super in favor of. Right. Um, you know, it was very much a character archetype, but not one that I was expecting to see. And right. It made me start to think, what other archetypes are there mm-hmm. in Star right. Wars that and we've I- never met? I think uh, the rest of the crew, uh, you know, are ver- have probably been, you know, various Star Wars tropes in the past in the video games. But yeah. like, but he didn't he didn't stick out in a way, you know, that it felt no. like it was bad, right? Like, no, no, it just it just made I, the world feel big. Yeah, and I think part of it is that it was Bill Burr. Like, I think he has <laughs> such an energy. Like, he's really good in um, mm-hmm. Breaking Bad. And yeah. I feel like he's playing the exact same yeah. character from Breaking Bad. And I think I think shows that give character actors the chance to do 
Like, I am yeah. this dude. Uh, and I cannot wait for other character actors to show up that we know are going to show up. And I cannot believe still have not shown up. When is Margot Martindale <laughs> going to be in an episode? Justice for Margot Martindale. She, uh, Margot Martindale has been every single gonk droid in the entire show. <laughs> yes. Damn. Yeah. So, um, so we have Mayfeld the... Uh, ex-imperial sharpshooter oh, and there was so that cool. line about like i wasn't yeah. a stormtrooper <laughs> yeah, he's like so cantankerous sharpshooter like, right on the edge yeah not, that's not saying much I, hey i wasn't a fucking stormtrooper kid get the fuck, fuck out you. of here he throws a donkey's iced coffee yeah. on him yeah does a light racism. He, as, as, has he, a racism as he issue. like drags his space saver out to go and put <laughs> yes. in his parking spot that he shoveled. Yeah, yeah for yes. those of you at home, uh, Jennifer, Jane, and I all live in in and around Boston area. Yeah, yes. so we can make fun of it. Hard Beloved hard. hometown. We, yeah. we all drink iced coffee in the wintertime. It's I okay. A, I got a hot coffee so the day. That's you know a that's thing that I was up. aware of uh, that Dunkin' Donuts was a very Boston. I mean, it's national we have him here but i i, it's, but I understand it's, it's very, very boston, boston though. i did not know specifically the uh, iced coffee from dunkin donuts was oh, a yeah. very boston it, it's yeah. a huge thing you put it inside of the styrofoam cup to keep your yeah. classic cup and it's colder. one that you've been reusing for two years yeah, you, br- you just bring it with uh, you to the yeah. donkeys and you get yourself a big ass iced coffee and you drink that shit even when it's 15 degrees yeah. outside uh casey affleck is canceled but he's in a very very <laughs> very funny i think snl skit where he's play. it's like a dunkin donuts ad and it's just him <laughs> smoking <laughs> it's so funny watch it uh, that was our Boston minute. Okay, so yeah. so we have Mayfeld, yes, uh, who is uh, has uh, like five guns if you include backpack gun, which yeah. you've got to. Yeah, like I was watching like with my husband, and I said, "Does he have like four guns?" And Evan was like, so he's five the... guns." There's five <laughs> Would he be a, a fighter or a and... ranger? Ooh. Uh, so the... I think that we have multiple rogues in this party. I think that he is a rogue with the sharpshooter feet. Okay. Yeah, okay. He's okay. a drow. <laughs> uh, or or maybe a dex fighter because he has multi-attack. Yeah, I... That seems right. Like, uh, he's using yeah, two-weapon or three-weapon fighting. Yeah. Meanwhile, we... Sheehan is like yes. a straight-up rogue. Oh, yeah. She was nice. Classic rogue. Uh, God, our, I love our... that, that Twi'lek Harley Quinn mm-hmm. vibe. Oh, like, my God. It was so good. Her she hissing? loves her knives. She loves making fun of Mando. Yep. Yes. She loves to hiss constantly. I wish it was acceptable for me as a human. <laughs> I didn't like you should things. do it more. I do it at home all the time, and I am afraid I'm going to do it in public sometime. Well, the issue, if you hiss as a human, people just think you're a weird cat girl. Right. Like no, yeah, I'm a Twi'lek. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm Jeff, Jennifer's um, response to that Twi'lek? is the Donald Glover good gif, where it's just like good. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's basically what if I had Twi'lek? Uh, what do you call those? Liku. Oh, like, I don't know. Uh, I thought those were the daggers. Were. You, yeah, you can call them headtails if you Her prefer. Headtails. But then I Liku. also. What if I had Liku? But uh, then I also put cat ears on top Ooh, of it. Like now it's a, twi- Tim, a Twilight. Tim, can we girl. get a clean Liku? <laughs> Liku, excellent. Okay. <laughs> I thought you meant that was her. What are your little knives? Yeah, that, so did I. Jennifer, so yeah, I don't knife. Oh, the knives or something. But uh, Tim, no. I feel like you've so, been looking up stuff about Twilights before. I'm not trying to call you out, but I'm just saying you know a lot about it. I've read uh, Rogue Squadron. 
Yeah. So we have. Well, she's played Gian, by uh, she's played who, by Natalia Tana, which isn't a household name, but you know, yeah. fellow nerds. Yep, she's fellow tonks. nerds with tonks. Yes, tonks. And also, as we called her on Cast of Thrones, <laughs> wildling tonks, because yeah. she's always a wildling in Game of Thrones. And she does such a good scenery chewing job oh with oh, this. Oh yeah, like her uh, relationship with Mando is so fraught from the very beginning. She is big mad that he is back. Um, and we will learn why later. Um, she acts in a way that makes me think that uh, uh, Natalia was just like, these teeth feel weird. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. She just constantly is licking them and to the extent that like, yeah, if I had fangs, I would probably lick my fangs yeah. constantly. It's, it's kind of like, and again, I am sorry to bring up Deep Space Nine constantly, but like with anyone that has the like teeth prosthetics, like you gotta talk mm-hmm. around that shit. Yeah. It's hard to do. Like all the, the well, freaking Ferengi right. and their little sharp so teeth. I recommend using a really uh, weird breathy voice <laughs> <laughs> that well, makes no, everything didn't... sound like she's cackling. Yeah, mm-hmm. but she didn't. No, she did not talk around her teeth. She talked through her teeth, mm-hmm. like. Every part of her like extra bullshit, she's like, "I'm I'm using it. This is for me. I'm great. Yeah. I died in yeah, Game she, of Thrones." She Let's looked like she had a yeah. great time playing yeah. this. Yes, yeah. she was projecting that like you know how Dracula has a ton of vampire brides. Yes. Oh yeah. Who are just like climbing yeah. around? I love <laughs> slithering, like hissing at you that while was, he's like giving you that dialogue. Was, just turn that <laughs> dial all the way up. <laughs> I loved it. She's all of Dracula's yeah. brides at once. That's yes. a reference I feel like I'm going to start using more often, and I hope I get the chance to. Uh, I honestly, uh, I'm, I was, you know, I was able to pick Horatio Sands very quickly. I was even after Jennifer told me that this is who this was. I was like, God damn, I do not see it. And uh, congrats to you. She had a lot of mm-hmm. of stuff on. She her. was. She had a lot yeah. of purple. A lot of purple. She More had a purple lot of than her, usually. She, she, a lot of head tentacles. Liku. 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 Here I am on Wikipedia. It's L-E-K-K-U. I feel like that could be Leku. It could knows? be Leku. I've never then, heard it said yeah. out loud. I do hate that when you like read things. This was definitely me as a, ch- a child. I would constantly be pronouncing words wrong because I only read them and never heard anyone say them. And I've told the story for sure, but I'll tell it again now. I... Got a freaking quiz bowl question wrong because they asked the two houses and Romeo and Juliet, and I said oh, Montag instead of Montague, and it's not my fault. Oh, they did get oh. it right, and I feel like that was rude. I was in only in eighth well, grade. Only an uncultured fool would mispronounce <laughs> Liku. <laughs> those thi- those objects that we all know and interact with in our lives. Let's talk about something that I know Jennifer is all about, and that's the, the Deveronian. Devil. Yeah. Uh, Deveronian. Well, devil. Is it literally the Deveronian? It's called Deveronian. Yeah. That's <laughs> not sucks. Yeah. It was so good. Yep. They look like devils. <laughs> the fact that they put the devil man in here. Oh, I think they did that for Jennifer, me. Jennifer, what were we listening to the other day, or maybe I was listening to it, where like they will never let an anachronistic or whatever thing slide so when some character said hell i think i think it was a uh, like uh, a gaming podcast oh but that, like, that doesn't sound apparently like there's a wikipedia to. entry for like hell to justify why <laughs> han solo said it you know like, oh instead of my being like, god yeah there's no such thing as like christian hell dumbasses 
We we were it was the okay. Seven. Also, yes. English doesn't exist in Star Wars. Probably it's a planet named Hell, and it's where Burke the Deveronian lives. <laughs> yeah, Deveronian. So, I was curious about it. Deverini. <laughs> Not a deep dive. Dip my toe in. Deveronians. Uh, the females don't have the horns, and they are a strongly matriarchal society. And the men. And oh, the men don't have tieflings. positions of power. Not, not at all. Wait, not T. Was the fire resistance canon? I don't know, this? but he is fire resistant as no, well. Who's it. matriarchal in D and D? Yeah, Minotaurs. No, also Drow. Drow is what I'm thinking <laughs> of, bitch. I don't know. <laughs> don't, not, not, I'll just help you with horns. <laughs> but I was I was focused on the matriarchal part. Mm. Then, um, wow, they really are just straight up devils. They, it's very yeah, fun it's to so see them. Stupid. They are Satan. And there are, is, no, is, wait, those are uh, Zabrax. No, he's different. Okay, Zabrax are cool, also matriarchal. Um, and shout out to the Night Sisters, <laughs> my ladies. <laughs> we gotta get a Night Sister up on this BATCH. Apparently, the new Star Wars game has. I know, it. I'm so excited, but that is neither um, here nor there. Uh, yeah. there's also zero, yeah, yeah. I- which is robot, which is which is uh, Richard Ayoade. Cool, yeah, cool foppish robot which, as opposed to that, nerd. Foppish. I don't even yes. know what to search for. I feel like I've seen that model of droid before, and I don't know where in Star Wars. Yeah, you have you have talking um, about his physical reactions when he realized that the droid was going to fly his ship. I thought that steam was going to come out of his little helmet. <laughs> oh, ears. He, he's pissed. <laughs> Cannot handle it. Is this chick dude? What's up? Why are you Googling new chicks? We're recording a podcast. Uh, yeah, that's definitely a new Twi'lek. Don't look up Twi'leks. They're going to be nude. (laughs) Yeah, that's how they are. Except for the gross ones and Jabba's palace. I hate Bib Fortuna. Ayla Sakura. She has the rogue. And I guess fighter possibly for Mayfeld. Berg's obviously a barbarian. Obviously. Duh, yes. Uh, Classic barb. What is Zero? armor, so he could just be a fighter. Uh, he got, like, barb Zero cleric? Vibes, I don't know. Like, very support class? Yeah, I mean, maybe, like, an artificer, or... Yeah. I mean, I think, honestly, Zero's an NPC. <laughs> Although, and then, I mean, yeah, all he tried like... to do was find a baby and shoot him with a gun. <laughs> so, yeah. like... Why was he trying to kill the baby? Zero is in, um... Is playing Fate while the rest of them are playing <laughs> D&D. And then, uh, is Mando a paladin or a ranger? I think, I th- I think pretty strong a... paladin vibes. Yeah, yeah he's, he's got, got paladin he's vibes. He's got, like, sure. oaths and stuff. Yeah. And he cl- clomps around mm-hmm. in his armor. Yes, the armor is very, very paladin vibes in the armor. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so and what's the job? So the whole gist of it... Yeah, the whole gist of this is they're breaking someone out of a prison ship of the New Republic. Which Andrew didn't know. As opposed... Mm-hmm. Right, that was inter- information dropped on him, but apparently this ship uh, is just full of robots, prisoners, and what could possibly go wrong? Um, I love the fact that he's going against the New Republic. Um, he's a bad boy. He's a bad boy now. I love the fact that it's an all droid ship for two reasons. That's his worst nightmare. His worst nightmare or best nightmare. You know, like just he gets to kill them all. Yeah, man, that's good. Um, but you know, I, I think it was such a interesting choice to be like, all right, who would be on this ship? Mm-hmm. Uh, and we got to see some. Imperials in the background, something mm-hmm. like that was really fun. Uh, but yeah, like 
and um, instantly, you know, we're watching trope TV. A prison break is always interesting. Yes. Uh, if, you know, even if it's done halfway decent. A prison ba- break slash heist, you know I'm in it. And oh, the design sure. of the station uh, was so <gasps> good. Good hallways. Yeah, it was straight out of A New Hope. Um, I thought that this episode had a ton of Easter mm-hmm. eggs, but not Easter eggs like uh, the whatever episode that had a lot of them before, uh, th- or the Tatooine ep, the previous, literally the last yeah. episode. Uh, this one, not that the ones in the Tatooine ep were bad, but uh, the, the gunslinger. Uh, but in this one, it was people reacting to truths in the world. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, you know, well, they, they call their New Republic soldier like Egghead or something like that. They... They made a joke about Gungans yeah, in that's it. Right. Ah, I about oh, that. the Gungan joke! Uh, yes, the trip here, so much happened on the way, and it was so good. It was so much bullying. It it was like <laughs> hazing yes. the new guy, um, getting to see everybody gang up on him, and just the tension building. Right. That's the thing, is like these are some of the most charismatic um trope characters that all could have accidentally been sort of too dark right you know like i'm really surprised we only got like one quiet dude and that quiet dude was quiet because i'm big and strong and uh, vaguely russian as opposed to (laughs) i'm gonna brood over here you know in the corner Um, i mean i feel like if the this group went to a bar together they would like destroy the entire bar yeah yeah there's a series of books by Nicholas something? Sparks. Uh, Sparks. Called, uh, it's Nicholas Sparks. <laughs> it's, it's, you, know, uh, you know it, you love it. It's very good. Uh, called uh, Kings of the Wild and Bloody Rose. They're a fantasy book series. They're very, very good. I love them. Um, and the whole gist is like there's D&D parties, right? But like they're, they're they no longer go on adventures. They just basically get drunk and they're rock stars. And uh, they, they're constantly, like, burning down like, 100-year-old taverns. And I could, I could totally imagine there's going to be a reference to these dudes in the next book that, they're, that, that he's mm. writing. Because they stand out that much. Yeah. Ugh, it's, it's so good. You know, when they're making fun of Mando's helmet, when they're making fun of this is the yeah. way. Like, it really mm-hmm. yes. it's yes. so <laughs> interesting to see normal people in a universe where, like, demigods are real like magic is real Mm -hmm. uh there are all of these like monastic warrior orders and other people are like it's weird that you always wear armor dude somebody has to say this is bizarre let me smell you i was gonna say we were talking about mayfield earlier too is he's he's so much with with things like fantasy things or sci-fi things the characters we get they are the, the thing they're like that one mode we are i am hero mode i am villain yeah. mode and it never stops which that's not we're all i mean we're all are the same person but we have like slightly different settings right like right. we're all right. on you have different the four of us are in podcast setting for... right now like we and exactly yeah, yeah okay podcast you know what Tim, I, I might believe <laughs> he it. really <laughs> does please um, please ask him to stop like mayfeld like bill burr's character i could see believe him I could see him like just doing mundane stuff, like when he's not doing these jobs, yes. like go to the yeah. bar, yeah. get a beer. One, yeah. like this the... is just his work. Yeah, <laughs> and and yes. then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. this like paladin, like he's just oh. a guy, yeah. and then a paladin walks in and is like yeah. slowly undermining his authority just by being there. You know, yeah. we know that he is much newer to this group. He's in charge now. He's threatened. 
that that is a, a very he's good... irritated by him being <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah, at all. I, I think Mayfeld being the new leader is actually a very good point. Um, but also in Star Wars, it's always so um, serious. Yeah. Like even if it's being silly, it's it's like a, it's always space opera. And while I think you know, like Poe Dameron it, it does a pretty good job of not being that in a fun way, and also not being a Han Solo, this is like the first time I've felt like. There's just like dudes, you know. There's just mm-hmm. folks, right? Uh, just chilling and, and also getting up to some hijinks. I feel like the uh, Edge of the Empire, whatever it's called, um, uh, role playing system from Star Wars is gonna get like so much more deeper. Like you're not everyone's gonna just be Jedi or Han Solo right. or Boba Fett. Like being a Mayfeld mm-hmm. will be fun. Like you're like, oh yeah, Mayfeld is my new favorite Star Wars <laughs> character for some reason. Well, it's just there are so many different types of menacing. And Star Wars tends to, like, just scratch the surface. But a big, real type of menacing is there are people in your house and they are laughing at you. Like, <laughs> like, and and you have a baby hidden, like a secret yeah. baby God, hidden so in a closet, and you're Which, like, please don't find. They've my been secret working baby. apparently. Mando and, and Yodito apparently have been working on the stay hidden. Yeah, he was good. He wasn't coming out yes. on his own. He was staying put. They found him by accident. So he's yeah. learning. Yeah, our baby boy's learning. Yeah. And oh. and I know we we said it before, but we have to hit it again. But. It felt like they were rising him. Like it felt like it felt very, very close to being almost self-referential for Star Wars. But also, you could totally see a galaxy just dunking yeah. on them. Yes. <laughs> oh like, my god. Like that. Like you, what they say. Yeah, Misa, you said it once. Like yeah. yeah, he did a thing. Yeah, he did the Gungan thing. He did the Gungan thing, and. That was like between that and the Star Wars uh, Star uh, uh, Stormtrooper, excuse me, uh, reference of like I can shoot better than them. Don't don't confuse me with them. And calling New Republic an egghead. This was like the most like oh yeah, people mm-hmm. probably have jokes right. in this world, and I feel like we don't ever have jokes. We have very silly moments. Yeah, we have Anakin writing or whatever the fuck it's called. But you know, it, it, but like these people are telling jokes. I to think each other. that in some ways the earlier episodes have struggled from wanting to be funny, but there not being mm-hmm. any organic opportunities. Like so, there's been situational yeah. humor, but you can't do one-liners when it's just you and. When they've tried, yeah, I really it is just kind like of embarrassing. It. Yeah, it, it's uh, like that's right. it doesn't there's make sense for you to make a joke. Yeah, and there's infinitely more characters mm-hmm. in this episode. Oh there's like a million characters so in this episode. There's like what four I'm or five. For someone in Star Wars to make fun of all the people that wear capes because I feel like there's no. <laughs> But don't you can't make it fun of it. It's fucking cool. <laughs> when Rogue One came out and we saw that like white cape just flowing, oh. I was like, why was there not a twenty minute scene of him walking across a field? Like I was <laughs> only legit see cape. obsessed with that cape. So good. Uh, yeah. So they uh, go make their way through. Um, very much a everyone has their own job to do. Very heisty. Uh, and they that Mando one was pretty tight. Where they, let him do, they left him on uh, his own, the, kind of to see, let him like kind of prove himself. Oh, that was so cool! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he like fucking kicked ass, like well, it, way better than initially. Else. I w- I wasn't entirely sure why Mayfeld kind of held him back, and Mayfeld is just <laughs> such a fun thing to say because that is not a Star Wars <laughs> name. Um, 
it's like are they waiting to see if he gets killed are they want is he lazy is he's like let the new kid try i wasn't too sure and i'm still not sure after the the double cross at the end i I liked it It was a great uh, i also assumed because of the way that storytelling usually goes that they'd be like okay (laughs) let's see what this guy has and then he'd prove himself and they'd be like oh you know this okay no he is still a huge nerd to them they just like now know what he's capable of like they do not give him an inch after that yeah as far as why they didn't help i feel it was very strongly in the sense of i want to see like oh i've heard things about you let's see like how tough you really are you know prove yourself to me just so i know yeah if you're really hot shit or not yeah yeah and also do my work for me it makes my life easier when you do the things yeah uh, the it, it all goes bad because mm-hmm. they find out that there's a one human right, and this one human has the fo- uh, the, uh another uh, evil fob. <laughs> James, not happy. She's like, I was gonna get out of an episode without any fob. Talk. I no fob buzzer, no, so, fob buzzer. Fob. Uh, Just replace each time I say uh, fob with. Leaky. <laughs> uh, so, and, and um, the human was um, Matt Lanter, who does a lot of voice acting work for Star Wars. He is the voice of Anakin, um, which is much better than it sounds if you haven't seen the Clone Wars series. Oh, okay. okay it okay, sounds okay, like a okay. dubious honor if I'm if you're just thinking yeah, prequels. But did did you see the theory? This will take a thirty second detour. That in the prequels. Part of what was so fucked up about Anakin, she Padme never loved Anakin. He was unknowingly using force powers on her. Yeah, I I don't like that. Like one. he wanted it so bad, but it was like he didn't. Damn. No, he, he doesn't know. I, I know it's no, fucked up because it's kind I of. Mean, that, that's the only explanation that I can accept for Padme just like giving up. Is that like <laughs> he was, you know, influencing her biology in some way and caused her to become dead? But um. No, there there was some some good stuff in Clone Wars. Like, there's one scene in Clone Wars where he like picks her up takeout, and is like in town unexpectedly, and it's like actually kind of like fun and nice, and not fucked up in the way that it is in the prequels. I don't know. I cannot say enough about Matt Lanter's work as Anakin in Clone Wars. It's like I gotta get on the Clone Wars. It it makes Anakin like charming and interesting, and that's weird. That is not That's something cool. I saw happening. So anyway, sh- shouts Matt to Lanter. Matt Lanter. Um, sorry oh. that you immediately died in the live action series. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. Yo, he, he, we barely saw his face, so he can come yeah. back up, right? <laughs> he he is a twin. Or an alien, or... <laughs> He's a clone. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Um, but unfortunately, as they're going along, uh, and, and again, you know, there's we could talk about this episode for God, like the hours, standoff just, scene. Where he dies yeah. is so good. There's, like, so... It's one of those weird things, like, so little, quote-unquote, capital P plot happens. Right. It's but just like, like, they go in, they bust him out, shit goes bad. Every scene is cool. I don't... How long was this episode? I don't remember. I think it was uh, the longest one. 41 minutes is what I'm going to say without <laughs> looking it okay. up. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It moved. Yeah. Every scene felt, you know pushing the vibe forward and it was super interesting zero you know uh <laughs> didn't warn them about uh the maneuvers he was doing and they got thrown all around and that was hilarious so it's like what a e- rude ass every every single thing every character God, gets they, squished moment, right? they squished baby yoda they squished baby yoda 
Um, it says this was 30 minutes. Oh. Okay. What? Really? That's way I short. I kind of feel like I don't know if that's true. They're missing that 11 minutes I made up. Uh, but I think once, it was. The last one was they, 35. Once they get to the standoff scene, though, we're starting to get like, okay, things are a little weird. And uh, with uh, Bill Burr's robot guns and yes. things like that. That was just so fucking God, good. it was fucking cool as shit. Yeah. It was also um, deeply leaves... stupid in a way that I found so gratifying. It's like cool and <laughs> weird and bad. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's trope TV, baby, and you know there's there's going to be uh, a standoff, uh, and then there's going to be one person that breaks the standoff, and it's going to lead to a bad thing. Uh, Xi'an threw, threw one of her Liku <laughs> at, at um, <laughs> Hold on a second. And, and against Skywalker. <laughs> and, oh no, he pressed the fob! Ah! And I do like that they made it sound like some huge group of badasses going to show up, and then at the very end we find out it's three so, I will say though, I feel like that would be is a formidable force in normal society, right? Because we always see yeah. all we, we always see these massive space battles of two full on militaries fighting each other, yeah. And it's like dozens and dozens of Tie Fighters and dozens of X Wings. But think about that in our daily life, or even like if we were all just like a gang of street level like criminals. I am. If three, if three F sixteens. <laughs> like zeroed in on us we <laughs> would be like what the fuck alright okay I think that's got a point <laughs> can I counter with you with the episode of Simpsons when they steal the Wright Brothers planes and then the F-16s yeah. come by and they're like uh we pass it going too fast <laughs> I respect uh, but the, the real meat of this episode is the uh, Mando hunting down the rest of the crew oh, so after good. they double cross him. Yep. Once they rescue Shion's brother Quinn, who apparently still has some sort of history, uh, and they throw him into the prison hole. But while they have a countdown clock, man, this, buddy, this episode has it all: beefy <laughs> devils, hissing cat ladies, robot guns, yep. and that's right, a countdown clock to who knows what. Oh. Man. Scarred Punch Boys. Yeah, Perfect. So, Perfect. So they um, pull a switcheroony because uh, they apparently have not forgiven him for what he did to get Quinn put into jail. They lock him up. Um, he uses his grappling hook to steal the arm from a droid and use the uh, <laughs> the data spike or whatever to unlock USB it. USB port. Um, Another thing in Star Wars that doesn't make a lot yeah. of sense is the robot USB port. That's like I'm a fucking put it in there. I think it makes it around. <laughs> Who knows what's up? And and I appreciate that he didn't go to hunt down the people. He went to the control room, <laughs> and, yes. and immediately starts like the entire vibe immediately begins to feel like a horror movie. Yes. With our, yes. Oh yeah, yes. I'm, I'm fucking hunting you down. The like horror antagonist. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden the camera oh, is God. following these uh-huh. schmucks. Yeah. As he yes. is systematically neutralizing them, and I mean, yep, evidently killing them at, at least <laughs> at, at the time. They got what they deserve. Oh yeah, so we thought, yeah, we thought they were murdering them. Um, and, and they do a great, like, obviously they turn on the spooky red lights. You got to have the spooky red lights. Uh, and when he uh, he he takes down, I think two, and then eventually he goes and gets Mayfield. But Mayfield's, I think, is the most interesting because 
It's one second long. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> he's walking. It's the light strobing, and Mayfeld's like, God damn it. Son of a B word. <laughs> oh, it's so scary. And you just and see, you see him Mando, closer. like, ring walking toward. He was crab walking <laughs> towards Mayfeld on the ceiling. And then, you know. That he, scream he does, I don't know, I just liked it, though. Because it was just like, it was just like, oh, so ah, no. And then it just cuts away. I, yeah. I, yeah, because Mando didn't have to, you know, walk behind Mayfeld and then have go, a little fun. Do, 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 and then go to his front as he turned around. But he did. He did that for he us. He did that for us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the fight with Devil Boy, mm-hmm. awesome. Loved it. Great. God. Uh, is that where his uh, baby birds went off? Yes, badly? his uh, whistling yes. birds or something. Uh, He's trying yeah. everything. He's trying death from yeah. above through the grate. Doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> He's trying flamethrower, <laughs> flame resistant. He's... Does not get because he's a devil. Duh. That part was so good. He gets the See? shit kicked out of him repeatedly, and it is so good. He tries door. Oh my god, that fight scene was awesome. Door did work. It took two door bits did... of door, but yeah, yeah. And I definitely thought like, oh, this is a, a call, not a callback, but you know, just like in uh, episode one where he cut Fish Boy or Squid Boy in half. Oh no, he cut off Devil Man's this head. Is just oh no. One of his tactics. That's, that's uh, the thing yeah. about this episode that I love is that the tension is constantly increasing, but everything yes. else uh-huh. is setting up things that you expect to happen and you expect it to ratchet down or to lower the tension, but it doesn't. So like nope. you expect that, you know, when he does something cool, they'll lay off him. They don't. You expect that when the door closes, it'll <laughs> kill the guy. It doesn't. Right. In any moments that we're having a rest on the barge, which we're not really. Oh, God. A robot is stalking <laughs> Baby Yoda. <laughs> a robot with a space shotgun. I'm so stressed out. Oh, my God. So, uh, <laughs> this see, Baby Yoda running away from robot <laughs> is so fucking funny. And I guess Baby Yoda has aged. Uh, my headcanon is it's been a month since Amy Sedaris was around. But, yeah, they've gone through some drills. And Baby Yoda fucking knows he's what's learning. up. Yeah. And he's, like, running this dude. And I, I see from your notes, too, uh, 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 Pat, because Pat gave us his notes because we didn't take any. Um, uh, 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 or I don't see it in your notes. I'm sorry I misunderstood. But I was hoping <laughs> that uh, Baby Yoda was going to lead Zero into the carbonite oh, zone. Yeah. Oh, my God. What is? Be like a, was... a payoff. Well, speaking of with, with Quinn, who is, like, the creepiest of all of them, the guy they rescue, who's Xion's brother. God, he's yeah. such a shit. And uh, when they all get separated because Mando starts shutting things down, he basically tells Mayfeld, like, ah, fuck him. Let's get out of here and I'll pay you extra. Which, the thing I wrote, which is, he basically tells him, betray the rest of your crew, let's just get me out of here and you'll get extra money for it. And Mayfeld goes, you better be good for it. And his response is the most devious laugh ever. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not only not an answer. That's the most suspect thing you could have responded with. Like, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I don't think like, you're going to so say no. I'm absolutely not going to pay you. Would be more trustworthy. Yeah, yeah. I, it's like yeah. now I don't think there's any money that you're never you're not getting any money for this. This is very interesting in terms of Mando's backstory because he's yes. a bounty hunter, but he also you know apparently was running with mercenaries doing other kind of jobs when he was much younger. Um, but something happened so that he was willing to or maybe wanted to leave this bad guy in jail. Like, yeah, because yeah, we know that like. The, the obvious reason why he's thrown in is because it, they say that Quinn 
they left Quinn behind during your child. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and there also sounds to be some sort of maybe deeper. It might be that might be the story. Right. It was like maybe Quinn did something bad. And they left it. We don't know. But it, it, it was enough to satisfy all of it. We're not positive if there's more. Um, another thing, though, is they made it sound like that happened when they were just kids. So mm-hmm. one of the theories that I think the the Bounty Buddies had, or one of the working theories that we're trying to figure out, is like, <laughs> is Mando um, a young dork who's really, really good at being a Mandalorian? Or has he just been doing it forever and for whatever reason? Because I think the thing was, we couldn't quite figure out how he had bad armor, right? right? I think that mm-hmm. was one of the things. Like, okay, he might be new. It might be his turn. Rocket guy got his 46 years, and now it's Mando's 46 years right. turn. He doesn't um, have a crest, have and he doesn't war. have rocket boots. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So, um, but I, this kind of flies, at, at, you know, counter to that, meaning, you know, he was doing something, right. you know, and he didn't take his hat off, and they talked more about him being weird, and then they kind of joked about maybe him and Shion had sex. Yeah, say. they definitely were joking about that, which, again, I think did they bone with she his maybe helmet on? To, and he probably did. The helmet stays on. <laughs> yeah. My yes. I assume that Mando's a virgin. Yeah. Yes. Mando has never we seen have, a We have two before. options. One is that he's a virgin. The other one is that he's not a virgin, but the instances took place while he had the helmet on. Um, and that yes. is infinitely more upsetting to me. <laughs> it's much worse. Much, much worse. There's a uh, Destiny character named uh, Lord Shax. <laughs> yes. And he... <laughs> he runs uh, the uh, uh, PvP zone uh, where you fight each other to like get stronger, and all he does is just scream at you at how good you are at fighting. And so great, he's the best character. Uh, and there's this like behind the scenes lore of this lady who died and came back and then gave, made herself her own heaven, uh, and she used the power of wishes and wish dragons to bring Lord Shax to her bedroom. <laughs> Uh, and there's like a, a quote and he's like, the helmet stayed on. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, he came just and, like that. And if you ever look up, if you're ever bored, you know, much like all of us probably look up, um, um, uh, Twilight rule 34. If you ever look up, uh, destiny, uh, rule 34, horny destiny art, things like that. Uh, there's two characters probably that you're going to see. Cade. <laughs> I have a, guys, I have, and I, I apologize. This is going to be a little blue, but I'm just curious. If you were um, being intimate, making love with a person wearing a helmet, would you would you kiss the helmet? <laughs> oh my god! I guess I would kiss the helmet. <laughs> no, I think I might. I I, I probably would be thinking about it. As you go... <laughs> I would not kiss the helmet. And it, it would be loveless. <laughs> I would kiss a helmet if someone was wearing a terrestrial spaceman suit mm-hmm. and I could see their face. What if the, the visor of the helmet and they kiss the helmet back? back I <laughs> okay. Now, <laughs> now you're selling it, actually. I gotta kiss me? I went into an incognito window and searched Lord Shaq's fuck and I, I haven't found anything yet. I'm upset. Yeah. Uh, she, so you'll have to... <laughs> Help me out with the search. Marisov. Anyways, not important. Uh, I'm sorry. Where are we? Oh, yeah. Uh, Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> he he uh, is able to neutralize everyone, and then he um, throws... I guess him and Quinn are like, all right, we got to get the fuck out of here. Uh, is that how that is works? I actually do Mando and Quinn? Him and Quinn don't kill each so other. So Quinn, Quinn is basic... Yeah. So yeah. Quinn is basically like... 
plays on his honor, right? So he's like, you were hired for a job. I am the job. Right. I know that you killed everyone else. I don't care. Mm -hmm. Just get me back where I'm supposed to be. And he, you know, tries to say that, you know, that's his code and whatever. So he agrees to do it. I totally thought he was going to put him in carbonite. Yeah, surprisingly. Well, because he wasn't bringing him. He was, yeah, it sounds like this is a bad dude. We know he's a bad dude. But, you know, Quinn did not say, as far as I remember, um, to Mando, fuck those dudes. Let's go. It's like, obviously, you killed those people. Fuck Don't kill too. me. Yeah. I'm not going to yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to fight you. Bring, bring me in. Yeah. It's the job, right? Um, so that kind of makes a little more sense. Yep. Uh, but meanwhile, Zero, uh, great name for the robot, by the way, uh, is hunting down Baby Yoda. And we get another scene. <laughs> the of, most dangerous um... game. <laughs> <laughs> the the uh, p- people are already using the reaction pick of Yoda leaning out and then Yoda leaning back <laughs> against like one of the boxes. It was like this show was perfect. That's logging on. Um, but yeah, <laughs> so he, so Yoda is it got a couple notes. You know, he leads robot all around, does a pretty good job, but then he goes back to base. It's not a hide-and-seek situation. There's no safe spot. So he goes into his little refrigerator, and then uh, Zero raises his big gun, and we see Yoda doing force bullshit at him. We're like, I'm like, what? This is really going to be the time Yoda's doing force shit? I was like, Yoda, chronicle this boy. (laughs) (laughs) And he uh, doesn't. Oh, that would be pretty fucking cool. His little tiny hand go like opens up, and then the droid bursts yeah, apart. That's what I said. Like, six parts. <laughs> the, the hit reference. Yeah, I know. To that's the yeah. Movie, we all know about it. When I say Chronicle, yes. we all know. But Dad is home. When the hit character Chronicle kills Spider. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but instead, Dad is home, and he brought pizza, he baby. Yeah. <laughs> For the good boy, um, a frog pizza if, with bones on it. If my with bone sticks. If my favorite show of 2019, The Mandalorian, doesn't do the thing where uh oh, one character going to shoot, but uh oh, the gunshot you heard is that character getting shot. If they they should probably never do that. They've done it. Um, I'm sure the show's gonna have now? four seasons. They have done they it never three do it times. Oh, what was it? So it was <laughs> they the first have had six <laughs> episodes. <laughs> They've hit their well, max. So what was the other one? First episode, this episode, and what was the other one? Uh, in the woods. Now, granted, I like the idea of there being two instances where there was a droid about to shoot a vulnerable child and then a Mandalorian was standing behind him shooting him because I feel like that's going to be the end of his flashbacks is that it's going to be mm. a Mandalorian standing behind the droid in his flashback doing okay. that. Damn! And then, that's a great like, point. That's how now he has become... The, you know, protector taking in a ward like the Mandalorians were for him. Yeah. I think they either need to never do it again or do it every single episode. <laughs> um, I also think shooting people in the back is sort of shorthand for scoundrel. Yeah. Um, mm. You know, it's the, it, I mean, that is what Han like shot first me. is referring to. You know, it's like there's no honor in it. Type right. Stuff. Uh, that being said, you know, ain't no deal when you fucking shoot a, a robot trying to kill you. He's trying to kill a baby. Yeah. So he brings Quinn back to uh, Raznar. Raznar, Ronzar is like, oh, good to see you, bud. What's up? I feel like he actually did a good job of keeping a straight face on. I mean, he was looking for the rest of the crew, but yeah, he, he did that, yeah. but he wasn't, didn't seem super crazy shocked to see Mendo. Yeah, and even Tim Lanning was a little, like, knowing the, you know, the plot. It was like, it, it, was mm-hmm. he not in on it? You know, and I think that, you know, he did a good enough job that 
it made even me think at the time. I have no idea. Um, then after he drops um, uh, Quinn off, and they throw over the very uh, customary just sack of coin, which I love. I love, mm-hmm. and anytime any property just pays people by throwing a, a sack of money is good to me. Tim, can, and then he if him. I get a little like coin purse and put just some jingly metal items in it next GeekuCon. Can we just like once a day find each other and like throw it at each other? And just like yeah, or like hey, <laughs> done. Hey Pat, can you hand me uh, that uh, uh, yeah. Mice and Mystics board game? Yeah, yeah. Man. and then I just throw <laughs> like casually throw you a, le- a leather thong of uh, filled with yeah. coins, God, and then you so have good. to weigh it. Yeah, kind of like looking down and wondering if it was yeah. worth it. Yeah, <laughs> you take I, one out. Yeah, and yeah you you. You throw it up in the I air lightly twice my, and just kind yeah, of shake your head. Poor little in. Yeah. Me not understanding the references bites the actual <laughs> like bag of money being like, this is real. <laughs> and then moves on. Mm. Um, but then Mando, you know, we thought Mando was just leaving Quinn there. But we we are in, we have two more twists mm-hmm. to, to see. One. He gave the beeper to uh, uh, to Quinn, which I loved. Uh, and then three X-Wings. One of the X-Wing men was yeah. Dave Fellini, which was uh, director of previous episodes. The oh. other two um, were I also didn't... directors of previous episodes. Oh, they were. I, I did not click on their thingies. Yep. So that's awesome. Um, and uh, that's also one cool. <laughs> they fucking destroy the space station. <laughs> yeah, which I was like, oofta. That yeah. And then they 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 say, oh, they're launching an attack ship or something like that, and they just waste the station. And that felt very much like you know a a cop show where the <laughs> cops like, oh, got a gun on them, blast them, <laughs> just fucking murder them. And I I, I couldn't tell I if they're like making a joke they, or what. Yeah. The whole point of that that. Uh... I'll, I'm trying to think of another word that's not FOB. Uh, the beeper. I think the whole point beeper. of the beeper was if that beeper goes off, and that's why they were. Chain's like, yeah, I like this. I, I don't, but you know what? It's, well, it's for the good I of the cast. I think the context of that beeper, based on how Mando and Mayfeld were like, oh, fuck, when the guard pulled it out in the control room, the whole context of the beeper is if that goes off, it means shit's fucked wherever that beeper is. And maybe that's like the the point of it is come in and and there's very hostile enemies. So it's not just a mm. basic distress seagull. It's a right. shit's fucked. We need some heavy hitting now. And then so they follow the signal and then uh-huh. they come across a place and there's a gunship as you know about to be launched. So I could see in that context of being like, yeah. this is the oh fuck we need to fuck somebody up beeper. There's a gunship. The beeper's gotcha. at that gun sh- right next to that gunship. Okay, let's fuck up that gunship. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. you have to imagine there's tons of what is it? Probably like illicit. Um, I forget what the uh, Prince Caesar is, <laughs> uh, but there's like tons of illicit. Not like I think one thing that it's easy to, to forget is that there's more bad mm-hmm. shit than just the Empire, right? right? There's right. Um, other bounty hunters that are like evil, you know, besides Jabba the Hutt and shit like that. There's like space gangs and space gangs yeah. run by corporations and things like that. So you have to imagine there's tons and tons and tons of of these tiny space stations that are just filled with like. The worst criminals um, who are actively doing crimes, um, and yeah, because that's the thing is like they were launching the gunship. If they didn't launch that gunship to kill Mando, then maybe the X wings would have been like, "All right, I don't yeah. know what the fuck's happening right. here." But nope, they they la- launched extremely uh, a ship for you know 
to shoot them, and then they got exploded, which I thought was good. Yeah. And also, we see that uh, Mando... Instead of killing uh, the D and D party, threw them in the prison cell. Oh, I was really glad about that because I yes. really did think he killed them for sure. Yes, and then I was like, "Oh, thank God, my my hot <laughs> cat girl wife is still alive." In Imagine jail. if you will, uh, season three, Mando is in jail, <gasps> and <laughs> who does he see? He's in an orange jumpsuit with the helmet. Yeah, the, the helmet. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. allowed. Who does he? Exemption? Who does he see across the the prison, uh, like cafeteria? He hears a yeah. a hiss. <laughs> the uh, the captions are oh. laughing Russianly <laughs> as the devil man. I'm picturing Mayfield with like a prison shank attached to his robot arm. <laughs> oh my oh, god, yeah. that's so yeah. good! <laughs> a whittled down seventeen whittled down toothbrushes on his back. Just like, <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do. So we have mm-hmm. two more episodes. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, one's coming up uh, this Wednesday, yep. a.k.a. the uh, Disney Plus emailed me, which I loved. The 18th. Uh, are we also getting one on the 27th? This I is think? great radio, by the way. Let's look it up thoroughly. It's good. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, most likely we won't get the episode you know, released until like early 18th or 19th yeah. or something like that. So. Um, so I assume the last episode is the 27th, but we get our next episode in two days as we are recording this and probably... Yeah, uh, Chapter 8 is listed for December 27th, back on a Friday again. Interesting. It's a life day miracle. (laughs) Man, what a good episode. It was a wonderful ep. Yeah, It's, it's, it's probably my favorite. I mean, The Sin was so good. It, it's not better than the sin, but like, if you had more, um, uh, who's not Lars von? Trier, I, oh my god, my brain's broken. Who's the guy that's uh, not Lars von? Trier? Werner Herzog. Werner oh, um, Herzog. If you had more, I Werner almost Hunter. said Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> oh, I would love Guillermo. I, I think I would love the Guillermo more, in Star Wars. God, I wish he was. I feel like he would do yeah. it. I think for me, the uh, first episode is the best. This is the second one, but every episode. Uh, needs more Cara Dune, so that's yeah, my ruling. Sure. But man, it was so good. Ugh. Yeah, so I assume the next two episodes are going to be. You Let's know, do plot aspects. You guys want to do predictions for what seven and eight will be, or just like high level? Like the thing is, I have literally no idea. Except for the the only thing I do feel like might come up is they they got to show whoever the heck oh, it was yeah. before we do that. that. The end of last episode. Right, it's not Mando. Details. Any little details? I know I feel like we talked about everything. In some uh, detail, but. <laughs> oh, man. I really loved... So I, I've mentioned a couple of times that I'm not a big fan of the way that the one-liners are delivered in The Mandalorian. A mm. lot of the times he's delivering them to an empty room, which doesn't feel <laughs> like an authentic way to be funny. I really yeah. liked the way that they attributed a one-liner to him in this episode because that's a very clever way of reinforcing that this is a funny guy without making him do yeah. something that seems insane. Like, um, yeah. so specifically, it was um, a conversation about why a Mandalorian would run with these, you know, low lives. Uh, what do you get out of it? And you know, apparently, he had said target practice which is an extremely (laughs) good answer uh it says a lot about him as a character it says a lot about how he projects his personality but it's not contrived because if you were in a situation where this guy you know said that you would tell 
everybody. <laughs> oh yeah. Yes. Uh, there's this. Uh, th- the thing that I always refer to it as is like shows that need you to make some logical connections uh, need to throw some bullshit lines in. I always refer to it as the thank you for smoking um, uh, paradox, which is wait. Thank you for smoking has the scene where like they're trying to uh, get people to smoke more. Obviously, that's what they're doing. And they're like, hey, let's make a space movie where everyone's like, oh, my God, I love to smoke cigarettes. Uh, and everyone's like, well, how would you smoke cigarettes in like a perfectly oxygen oxygen rich environment? And they're like, oh, we'll just throw in one line. Thank God for the blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and so like the like whenever they give you something that is mm-hmm. in world to like justify like I mean, like, you know, there's some armchair whatever people who aren't brave enough to have a podcast. They're like, why would Mandalorian <laughs> ever like run with these dirt bags? Oh, uh, target, blah, blah, target practice, blah, blah, blah. And I think one of the, the big issues that I had with Game of Thrones is they didn't do that a lot. Where they, it's like, just fucking give us the, a reason. the most logical reason that you fix your plot holes by giving a thank you for smoking answer of, oh, thank Christ we have the combobulator that lets us smoke on the space yeah. station, you know? Hang a lantern uh, on and it. When, Exactly. What I said. What does that mean? I said exactly. It felt very true to me. Uh, what does hang a lantern? Um, it's it's exactly the same thing. Where you just like say like this exists, mm-hmm. and now it has a lantern gotcha. hanging. I do that on it. all the time. Perfect. <laughs> I feel like I need yeah. this thing to happen already. Like, oh, I should have a line like setting this up like three chapters earlier, so it's not just coming out of nowhere. Yeah, but yeah, no, the uh, the target practice line was. I th- I think gave just like Jane said gave so much backstory to Mando in a way that you know we haven't had before and they didn't need any weird montage flashbacks nope. set to hammers so <laughs> yeah <laughs> it did not so true uh, Pat and you said you yeah. wanted to do some uh, um, predictions so no, I just like learning that Devaronians are in fact fire resistant just because that that feels like something that would be said as a joke yeah <laughs> yes but uh, I think yeah. okay I think in the next episode the boots will be revealed. I think it's going to end on a downer. <laughs> I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Let's I think it's going to end on a downer episode. So they can come back strong with season yeah. two. Well, no, no, no. Next episode. Oh, yeah. Right. I think episode seven or episode eight will end with Yoda being stolen. No! I can't you. stand it for even a short time. <laughs> Don't even. Or Yoda will be shot. Oh, correct. In- <laughs> no! Don't even say it. <laughs> Yoda vanishes into a lake. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even joke about it. So they crash land on Dagobah. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, I think a show like this is hard to kind of without dipping too deeply into the trailers. Or it's kind of hard to figure out what's going to happen. What next. if uh, this will not not happen? Because there's no way they could not spoil, keep this under wraps. What if? <laughs> It's Mark Hamill, Luke Skywalker, and it's his like new Jedi camp. They find his like new Jedi camp he's starting up, and it's before hey, Kylo Ren loses his yeah. mind and fucks it all up. He's just freaking drinking blue milk. And he's having I mean, a great time. Yeah. I think this would be a great time to introduce what the fuck the Knights of Ren are. And, you know, okay. Baby I think Yoda they started a Knight before. Of Ren? No. <laughs> Oh, yeah, in Rise of Skywalker, one of the Knights of Ren takes off a helmet and these ears spring out. Like. <laughs> is, is he the um, one with the fucked up nunchaku? Is he the one who has like... Because all no. their weapons are like do not make sense. Think about it this way. The Knights of Ren, sure. We only see them once, maybe, kind of. But what are they wearing? Helmets. 
What does Mando wear? Helmet. Helmet. Mandalorian. <laughs> Mandalorian. Done. Are the Knights of Ren? <laughs> Mandalorian is all the Knights of Ren. Did he just Thank take you. Snoke's bodyguards and repurpose them, or are they their own thing? I think they've, they're their own thing. Okay. Is the backstory yeah. I think I saw somewhere. So, can oh, I... Because they, they killed all those guys anyway, so... Yeah, because Knights of Ren were there during the, the Jedi fall, or the, the Luke's... Right. ...college fall, or whatever. Mm. Yeah. I think. Or, like, just after? Is it Luke College? Luke Maybe college. we'll know more. <laughs> This week. Soon. Yeah. Yes. So can I spin right. up a prediction that may be unpopular that people may Please. not like? I'm going to scream. I, I don't think that the Mando and Baby Yona format is permanent for the series. I think that yeah. it's going, I think that they are limiting the types of stories that they can tell while there is a Baby Yoda um, floating around. <laughs> I think that they are going to work to a natural conclusion, but I also think that it would be very smart to um, have Baby Yoda, um, if they manage to find someplace that is safe, um, written off the show before he wears out his welcome. Because it yeah. could happen at some possible. point. We, we yeah, could lose the possible. magic. Uh, yeah. Just... <laughs> stash him somewhere keep him safe and maybe we visit him every now and then yes. and it's like oh my god baby yoda <laughs> i agree jade i 100 agree with you i i because this frog here if you put this frog next to a yoda <laughs> it blocks the fobs and then man was like <laughs> we all know that fob frogs blocks the fob <laughs> <laughs> we all know that what like you're saying? just saying it's it weird to do- <laughs> <Fob frogs laughs> blah, blah. uh uh jane i agree with you but here's my fear. Not fear. Desire. Uh, <laughs> that Baby Yoda is so much more popular than they even, I think, thought. Um, that and he's inevitable uh, uh, for season two. He's Thanos? He's Thanos. Because <laughs> just imagine when he starts, like, speaking baby talk. You know. See, I think the magic of Yoda is that he doesn't. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what if he's like real? I feel like the second he starts talking, like, and is he going to talk Baby like Yoda. Yoda talks? I will lose my mind. Yeah. I will. Jane's going to drop kick Baby Yoda off. I a cliff. will snap my Baby television across twos. my knee. I do not want that. <laughs> I want him More like. to whisper and coo like a baby, and then I want him to, like, leave the people wanting more, you know? Mm-hmm. You, you, you've got to. Yeah. Better idea, we can all agree, 50-year time skip, then episode, <laughs> season two will come- will, Teen Yoda. Will take place after uh, Rise of Skywalker, because we know what's going to happen by then, so it won't be spoilers. And he's like, fuck you, Dad. I don't give a fuck. And then... Um, I'm just like Baby Groot. <laughs> he's, got, he's got 17 piercings in his ear. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, Mando's going to be at the bar and he's like, kids, God. yeah, mine just turned... I'm also fucking old yeah. as hell. My, my kid just turned... 50 years in the future. My kid just turned 100. <laughs> yeah. You, you know how your girls all around. You around and they're 55 and all of a sudden they're 100, man. Where does the time go? Yeah, that's going to be the next season. That's the next season. <laughs> For sure. Mando is also 200 years old, too. Yeah. He's like, Inexplicably. Maybe he was, he was a little longer. God, what if, what if they do show? Because we know it's Pedro Pascal. That's no spoilers. Uh, what if he takes this thing off and he has some weird bullshit, like... Um, he's got glowing red eyes. Glowing red eyes are like... <laughs> yeah, he's just like... He, has he, blues. he takes it off and he's Darth Maul yeah. under there. What? Uh, yeah, he's like some weird... Horns under the helmet. 
he's that alien that's a slug that shouldn't be able to speak English <laughs> or fit inside that uh, uh, Ithorian, I think. I know what you're talking it's about. Like the, it's the head goes like it's like a swoop yeah, forward. The slug yeah. Face. yeah, yeah. Man. Oh, we have fun. Oh, we have good predictions, and these are going to happen. <laughs> Should we end the podcast for fear of accidentally talking yeah. again about the cat girl and her hissing? <laughs> Probably. I, I'm going to keep talking about it. I'm and do you want to end the podcast? <laughs> Is that a good one? Did you guys like that? Hey, I spilled my iced coffee on the Millennium <laughs> Falcon. <laughs> That's it. That's it. I don't think, we didn't say what our... Our Twitters or anything. We don't deserve it. We don't know. Listen. Not this week. You'll fucking Pat, can you wrap things up with a Liku count? Because Tim said Liku (laughs) probably (laughs) 70 times. (laughs) I'll go back. I'll do a tally. Yeah. The hard part is that Jennifer and I are in the same room, so you can't separate our out our own, you know, our audio. audio. Just so, do a ding every time it's <laughs> like, ding, ding. Uh, or bleep it out. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? What is Tim saying? Wow, it must have been really offensive. Yeah. Like, he would not stop saying it. These guys said the F word like six times <laughs> and implied that all rogue squadrons are dirty, dirty cops, I, but... <laughs> I do no work for this podcast, so I have no right to ask for anything. But could you do a promo where you you replace all of his Liku with bleeps and be like, "What is he talking about?" Want to know more? He's real. Is head Tim up. canceled? Uh, we have fun. Oh yes, we do. Uh... Hiss again. <laughs> <laughs>